during COVID, like I lost my job, right? And then losing my job, I just it, it was a sad part of my life. I I didn't have a job. I didn't have stand up comedy. Niggas was doing, you know, uh comedy shows on live. Yeah. And, <laughs> were they? And they were really bad at that point in time, but I yeah, because you can't hear, you can't, like, there's no audience interaction, really. And when it is, they kind of mute a lot of niggas, so you can't even hear when people are laughing and shit. It, it just was weird. Yeah. So I couldn't get into it, but during this time, I discovered TikTok, right? <laughs> and I was one of them old niggas that discovered TikTok. And I, I started doing TikToks because I was like, yo, I want to be creative still. Like, I, I want to still contribute to creative. And I noticed that, like, I did a video one day, like, Three weeks into TikTok, my TikTok journey, I did a video and it went viral, right? I did another video and it went viral. So I, I started seeing like all my videos go up. I started seeing my followers go up. Even niggas started posting my stuff on Instagram and I was just like, yo. You're like, I'm famous. Man. You know what I mean? I made it. I see what's about to happen. <laughs> you know, it was like 10,000, 20,000, 50,000. I was like, yo, it's going to be 102 months. Did you start blocking people like, your phone, who this? <laughs> Do you know who I am? Have you seen my TikTok? <laughs> Excuse me, you can Google me kind of. <laughs> kind of. Google me and then add TikTok to the end and I'll be right at the top of that shit. So, so I'm like getting real excited and I'm starting to compare myself to other people. Like I'm looking at other, other comedians and I'm like, yo, this nigga ain't even got no followers. Like this, this nigga ain't doing nothing. You know what I mean? Like I'm out here grinding. Right. And then I'm seeing <laughs> I mean, the cockiness because of like virtual reality. I love it. I got followers, motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, I'm viral. You niggas sitting on the couch. Hey, hey, fuck those punchlines. Oh, like, you guys got a nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really starting to feel myself and I'm looking at the numbers and I'm like, all right, this is what's about to happen. Like I'm going to get to a million and then I'm going to get to like a hundred thousand on Instagram. My life is about to change. I'm, I'm about to, you know, be putting niggas in. And then out of nowhere, um, the algorithm just started saying, fuck me, you know, like they just all, <laughs> all my, <Yeah>! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was dying to use that, and you just set it up. You set it up, oh, I knocked it down. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's what it felt like, though, because everything that I posted was the same shit, but it, it it just stopped working, and then they started, like, they started banning everything that I did. Like, I would do a video on, say, the N-word, and then the video would get taken down for a violation, and then, like, another you're like, video. like, but I'm black. I can say that <laughs> N-word. Like, <laughs> you're just mad because you can't say you it. You know what I mean? Now you're going to fuck my shit up. So now on Instagram, I'm scared to say the N-word because TikTok kind of fucked me up. So now I'm no longer going viral. Videos are getting hundreds as opposed to hundreds of thousands before right. and millions. So it, it turned me to this really, really stressed out, like, depressed state because I was like, I'm going nowhere. And what was crazy was there was a guy who had around 500,000 followers when I had 30,000. And his shit would never grow. And he would complain. He would cry. He would be like, why is no one seeing my shit? And then I was just sitting there like, this, this guy needs to do better material. Like, that's what's wrong. Yeah. And then they did that shit to me. <laughs> and there was somebody out there like, this guy needs to step it up. <laughs> this guy sucks. Like, you're not growing because you suck. Yeah. So it, it got really, really, um, for the next like three months, like my numbers, they just stopped and I was really, really depressed. And I never thought that social media would do that to me or make me feel that way because I never gave a fuck about social media. Like before Corona, I didn't care about Instagram. You could yeah. you come on my page and say, fuck you right under my picture. 
And I didn't even know. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'd probably see you and buy you a drink and I didn't even know you said that. Yeah. You know, because I didn't care. But then I, I saw that there was a way out and I saw that there were niggas making millions. And I mean, Homegirl had a whole special. Uh, the girl who was acting like Donald Trump, she was she was uh, doing like, uh, what's it called when you mimic? I guess mimic. Impersonations. She was doing impersonations of Donald Trump. She got a fucking uh, special on Netflix from that shit. So I'm thinking like. You're like, I'm next. You know what I mean? I'm fucking next. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then the algorithm strikes. Yeah. And it, 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 it was so sad because, you know, it made me not like just feel confident in myself anymore. And it made me start really second guessing like if I was funny or if it was just like, you know all fake or you know what I mean yeah but you know maybe you're just not funny (laughs) (laughs) you're listening to the Mipathy podcast in partnership with Three Springs Media hosted by me Chael Williams and me Nash Rose (laughs) social media really does affect our emotions which is crazy because it's literally a virtual reality yeah it's not it's not real but what it can do for your self-esteem mm-hmm. and your emotions. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know that it's literally the network itself. I don't know if it's actually what our goals are as much as it is comparing ourselves to everything else that's happening and everyone else. Right, right. We have a guest today. I'm, he's a, I, I consider him to be a very good friend of mine. His name is Julian Edward Williams. He is a painter, stand-up comedian, and get this, award-winning documentary filmmaker. I want people to know (laughs) how much you rehearsed that before that came out. And it was good. It was really good. I literally did not. That was was pretty spot on. If anybody wants me to host something live, I literally did not. (laughs) No, I did write. I wrote it down. (laughs) Hi, Julian. Hi. Hey, what's up? Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us. We're so excited that you're here for a depressing topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for depressing topic. <laughs> All about depression. <laughs> that's crazy, man. That, like, I, I listened to that whole story, and that's like really, I didn't know it was going to be, I thought we were just talking about depression, like getting up right. in the morning. Yeah. But like, yeah. <laughs> like social media will fuck He's about like, I wake up and I'm alive <laughs> yeah, again. Like, I'm, I'm glad, I'm not even looking at my phone yet, and I'm like, is it worth it to reach over <laughs> and grab it? <laughs> he wakes up and hates it. <laughs> Why am I still here? Mm-hmm. That's not funny. Anytime I have to go to work, it's like, oh my god, can I just say fuck it? <laughs> no, honestly, I I feel that waking up thing because sometimes I wake up and I'm like, again. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was, was waiting for you to finish that. Yes, it's like, coming. That was the punchline. It's <laughs> this is my experience on stage <laughs> as well. <laughs> no, but like, uh, you were listening to Cheo's story, mm-hmm. um, and I definitely want to get into like what you fully meant about waking up with depression. But have you ever experienced like social media affecting your mood? Um, it's weird because like definitely yes, but not recently. Yeah, because it really, it, I really, a part of me, especially during pandemic, just stopped caring. Right. Right. Just stopped giving a fuck. Um, yeah, there is something when you do something and it's uh, uh very popular. And then the next thing you do, it gets less popular or isn't as popular. Right, right. And that affects you. It does. I don't know why it affects you. Like it goes back to like high school type of shit. Yeah. Like, you know, these, this person's talking to me, but that person's not talking to me anymore. Like, what's wrong with me? It's all. Yeah. It all comes back to what's wrong with you. Right. And that's right, how right. you take it, and that's um, 
I don't know. That's hard. I'm sorry you went through that. <laughs> it was so sad. I'm it's sorry hard. it had yeah, to tick be that way. Not. <laughs> tick not. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> that was a good episode, you guys. Uh, <laughs> I started a Facebook group about this shit. Black on TikTok. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I didn't. You really it. did? I started the group. Oh my god. That was it. No. <laughs> he was in his feelings. I didn't post because I felt like there needs to be something. They're clearly identifying when you're a minority and and fucking your whole. Act you're not the only person. Like I I see people a lot. And people who are still viral, by the way, yeah. but they'll go down like a hundred thousand likes yeah. or something. Yeah. They still have like six hundred thousand, but they're like, oh, I used to be at a million, yeah. and now I'm at five hundred thousand or something. And it's it's an ongoing problem with TikTok with black influencers are saying that they're getting slighted. See, I think you know what I know it's TikTok, and it's you know a lot of black because I've seen it, and I've seen a lot of minority, right? Yeah, but. I think it's a, a good social media strategy if you think about it because it keeps you like on this like I need to do better I need to do better I need yeah. to do better. But that's all social media. Yeah, it's, and it's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's the like endorphin rush. Yeah, and like like back to what you were saying, Julian. Like high school, it's a really good example, and I don't think we really think about it too much. But we're it seems like we're connecting uh, our potential or our worth or our hopes to that endorphin rush. Like, oh, if this many people like me, then this means I'm. Okay. Whatever it is, yeah. Whatever yeah, yeah. it is that you define as, be okay. It could be famous. It could be beautiful. Whatever it is, and then if that, and once you solidify that attachment, and then it gets taken away, yeah. Without even realizing it, you're subconsciously like, I'm not beautiful, or I'm not okay. Uh, yeah. And 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 then it's a spiral from there. It seems. But the fucked up thing is that you are doing that to you. I think. Yeah. yeah. Like no one by not liking your shit and not like double tapping or I'm I'm not on the I I, I am on the TikTok but only to like make paint videos. I'm like I, I see you on TikTok. I don't, I don't go through it. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know if you tap it or if you like smack the whole phone. Like I don't know how you. you just hit like a heart, shit. right? It's just a heart button. Yeah. That's, that's tap just, or double tap. Yeah, okay. he's really not on it. Yeah. Or you can hold down and say I don't like this shit at all. Oh really? Yeah. You can. That's crazy. If you hold down on a video, it's going to be like there's going to be three options and one of them is I don't want anything else like this shit. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh. That's that's good to know. There's some things I'd love to do that too. Yeah, I do it all the time. So my shit is very, when people see my shit like that I post, they're always like, yo, you have a very unique, and I'm like, yeah, because my shit is exactly what I like to see. You uh, yeah. you curate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah. no if, ands, or buts. You're not going to see no fucking kittens or anything. And I love kittens. But. Yeah, we know you do. <laughs> we know you do. So it like, how did you, um, how did you get out of caring about it? I'm um, partially from depression, just kind of nihilistic. Yeah. As like already, like that's waking up, like not, not everything. A lot of shit doesn't really matter. Yeah. We make it matter. Like okay. I was, someone was getting into a political conversation with me recently and mm-hmm. I was like, you know, we just made this up. You know, we just <laughs> said. Like none of this <clears throat> matters. Yeah. That we're going to be here and you're going to be that. And now we have like whole meetings across the nation about yeah. it. We call it politics, but we right. made it up. Right. Right. You know? right. Essentially. Yeah. Like, literally, actually. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, okay. Wait, look, like really quick. Working a little bit backwards here, mm-hmm. being that way, what does that do for you? Like, does it give you a sense of peace or is it like a coping mechanism or There's is it no just genuinely like you just <clears throat> genuinely don't care? I mean, the, the shit I do care about, I really do care about. But right. I think there's so many things that we place like emphasis on that I know I don't give a shit about. Like, right. I've never been political. I've, nev- I've never been like, you know, like I knew like black lives matter but I, I didn't need a fucking movement for me to know that like i just kind of knew i grew up black yeah i've been yeah. black a minute for you know, you know like <laughs> i've been black for uh, a minute been doing it for a while yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> we should not be killed i didn't need a whole we don't need a march 
Right. I know that. That's right. a good point. Um, <laughs> it's a simple but powerful yeah. point. I don't kill niggas. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, people do. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just put that people in People are like, <laughs> what? In the manual and shit. You said, don't? <laughs> oh, You okay. mean you no niggas? Can I get a, a pen and pad real quick? Because I, I didn't know that. I'm going to take that to my family. Um, yeah, but it's like a general like point of view that like I just can't get past. And I, like when people create like emphasis on anything i just often can't i don't know what that is about me but i know it served me in like you know if i'm not if i get for a painting if i get like 300 likes and then on next one i get like 100 if i put them online i felt good about both of them right Right. so i don't really give a shit so okay what's your sign I'm an Aries. Oh my God! Two Aries. Two motherfucking Aries. Because I was when he just said that, I was like, "That's me." Like, I there's not a lot. That I don't really usually. That's why Chaos and Aries and Julian Aries. <laughs> Great. When, when that happened with social media, it was just like it was weird for me because I don't normally put emphasis on shit like that. I was like, "It is what it is." I post yeah. it. You like it? You don't? Whatever. But you had that endorphin rush. Yeah. Oh, that crack. makes a lot of sense though that it's you're like, an Aries too, because I did understand what you were saying when you wanted something. Yeah. When it was going well, and then it wasn't going well, and yeah. you wanted it to like change. You're like, "What the fuck?" Did you? contacted tiktok and mm-hmm. you were like what the fuck happened to me i'm doing everything right <laughs> like 25 times mind you yeah like what are y'all doing something something's wrong on y'all and you know what i mean that's a very areas like i'm not doing shit wrong but i am doing everything right right you know what i mean how are you fucking up help me we got some aries you, bonding we got some aries bonding here which is wonderful because i love aries yeah. as you guys know so as you said i was like aries. Sorry, it sounds like aries right now mm-hmm. but you said you can relate to what he's saying so was there a point were like getting 300 one day and 100 the next bothered you? No, but there was a point in my life before I didn't start painting until recently. So there's a point in my life where that would. Okay. And I think it's important that you, like, I personally took notice to that. Okay. I did not like that about myself. Some people live and die by that. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And maybe some people can't even help it. Yeah. Because it, it takes, it sounds like what you did was a little bit of reflection. Mm-hmm. To get out of that. And some people never identify what's making them feel that way. Yeah. And so they end up in that cycle all the time. That's a learned behavior, though. I had to teach myself or, like, you know, go through the bullshit that those people probably are going through. Yeah. To get to that point in my life where I'm like, you know, there's something wrong with that. I need to, <clears throat> like, not, like, therapy or some shit like that. I need yeah. to, like, actually look at myself and be like, why does that bother me? Should yeah. it bother me? Is it, like, a thing I should really put my time and my energy into or fuck it? And oftentimes I feel fuck it. Yeah. Mm. I mean... It, you'd be surprised how many people don't go within. Mm. And sometimes all, that's all it takes. Yeah. And therapy helps, of course. But, yeah. like, you can get through a lot if you just sit still and be like, why am I fucking doing this? Yeah. Right. Why, do, why do I feel this way? Can you, like, are you, can you think of, like, an, a time or an example of when you were bothered by this? And, like, that process of, like, I got to stop this. Wait, what is the question? Oh, up? I was about to say, are you stopping? <laughs> no. Is that the joke? That- I thought you were stopping. Though. Guys, like, my jokes aren't up. that bad. <laughs> that was not a joke. No, I mean, like, can you, you, can you give us an example of, because, okay, by the time you started painting, because you're relatively new to it now, mm-hmm. you've already, you've been past that caring point. Mm-hmm. What was the time where you used to care? Like, what was it that you were caring about? Was it, like, social media likes, or were you pursuing something and trying to get support? And... Is there a moment, like, do you remember that exact moment when you were like, I care too much? Do you have, like, the story of that, or right. is it just more like I a general it timing? Happens, like, it just, I think it happens over time. Yeah. Where you start to realize, like, you know, I'm just not a person that, like, that matters to me. 
Yeah. And I think it starts in like, uh, I don't know, I remember like in seventh or eighth grade where they would wow. be like, oh, I'm going to get this. I want to get this. It would be like whatever the new hot thing was. Like, yeah. you know, like a, a um, it's not a Tamagotchi. That's like, that might be too Tamagotchi. Some Atari type of shit. That might be too far back. But, like, Tell myself. Like, you know, or like when people were like, people, I never had Jordans. Me. I never well, had Jordan. I didn't have Jordan until I was 25. I got my first pair last year. Yeah, 25 was it for me. See, that's off, off and, my radar. And somebody bought them for me. Off <laughs> my radar. So, so, so you didn't care that, like, all the kids were, like, really concerned with that shit. But, like, also, like, oh, you don't have this? You don't yeah. have the new, like, like, I remember I loved Allen Iverson. I still do. Yeah. And uh, they were like, you don't have the new Iverson, like, twos, the Iverson threes? And I was like, no, I got these new balance. It's like, what? Aren't you, you don't want to stunt? And I was <laughs> like, I'm not really concerned about it at the moment. Are I'm you a 10-year-old 12. dad? <laughs> 12, yeah. <laughs> a 10-year-old dad? Are you raising a family when you leave class? <laughs> you don't care new about balance. <laughs> new balance. No, I didn't have no new, but I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Probably Skechers. <laughs> Probably, like, airwalks and shit. <laughs> like, you had, like, definitely <laughs> Skechers. <laughs> <laughs> Skechers. Pay less sneakers. No, I actually been brand low. I am very like when I do like something and I do care about it, uh, I stick with it. So I feel like I've been wearing Adidas for like a really long time. Are you wearing Adidas right now? No. New Balance, right? No. <laughs> I actually don't know the name of these shoes. That's, that's like, how I was with Air Forces growing up. Mm-hmm. I was a the same way. Where I was super people, loyal. Yeah. Super loyal. Yeah. My but brother but I never his, cared what yeah. people you know, cared about like shoe wise. I wasn't staying in line for shit. Like it was like, yo, this is, I'm unique and this is my style. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for sure. That's even really nice there. Cause I never thought I was like unique or this was my style. I just did not give a shit about like, <laughs> and they were so expensive. And I was yeah. like, where, where, what jobs y'all got at 12 years old? Cause like, I'm, what? Well, I was going to say, you can get like four pairs of shoes for that yeah. price. Though. <laughs> you know, what's so interesting right now to me, Julian, to know yeah. that, so far, we've dated the age of 12 with you. Mm-hmm. You've been this way for that long. He's like 50 now, you guys. I'm, just <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. You know, I'm for, actually, you're in your 30s, right? Yeah, early 30s. And, and since you were 12, you've had this kind of like realist slash sort of little bit cynical view mm-hmm. on the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I just thought that was like a new behavior with you. I don't know. Wait, and really? I don't, I thought it was like, to be honest, I thought it was a little bit of like a front because you seem like someone who has a lot of emotion, but you hide it. Oh, no, that's, like, in there. Yeah. And it would definitely, like, when I was growing up, like, be, like, a hidden thing. But it was always, like, I don't really, yeah. I don't really care. Yeah. Is it, like, a little bit of a coping mechanism with your emotion? No. Does it keep a balance? Cause, okay, I'm mad. Let me, the reason I'm asking is because, like, there are certain things, there's a lot of things that I take a very, like, I don't care. At the end of the day, we all die. Right. And it's literally for me to keep, balance for myself so i don't go off the emotional deep end because when i think or care too much about something it can be a rabbit hole for me so to like nip that in the bud or 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 create that balance or redirect myself i don't care it doesn't matter does that matter is it real sure that's what i do even with social media like before i was saying it's virtual reality it doesn't matter i get caught up in that and then i have to stop myself literally being like i don't care this doesn't matter really okay but i do care but I don't want it to be the kind of care that controls me. Right. Because it'll just turn into un- unnecessary depression. Okay. You you know what helped me not give a fuck? It was stand-up comedy. Like, when I started doing stand-up comedy, I started getting more and more into how I felt. That's what I, I think for me was a big turning point to where I was like, I really don't care about much because this is what I care about. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but, like, but why, what is, how does stand-up help you do that? 
Like, I'm, in what way? Like, would you, instead of being worried about stuff in real life, were you taking it on the stage? Like, what do you mean? Like, I would not care about, in, in terms of, like, my, my set, like, it made me more whatever I felt. Like, whatever I felt went, right? So then when I got off stage, it was just like, yo, I'm going with how I feel because whatever it is, I'm not doing anything that people want me to do. I'm just going fucking work for me. Because you got your ass whooped on stage and you're like, you know what? I'm doing what I want to do. You ever, this is so off the subject, you ever <laughs> bomb so bad that you now don't care about anything wait, else? Wait, first of all, who told you I bombed? Okay? That's, that's what it sounded like. I've only felt like that. I'll stop like, giving a fuck. Because y'all didn't think I was funny. Fuck y'all. That's, that's, every time I got super cool and tough, it was because I didn't do that well. But then also when I do really good, I feel the same way. I'm like, see, I knew I was good. Fuck all you guys. I just feel like I got deeper into like what I cared about on stage and then off stage, I just just there. I felt like an old dude. Where did I you like, like release everything on stage? You know what I mean. I did. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. And then I started dressing how I I wanted to. Like at, at one point in time, I might have like been a little edgy or a little more cool or whatever. Then at one point, I was like, I'm wearing a hoodie every fucking day. Who yeah. gives a fuck? Stand up is stand up does um, really. I feel like it teaches you to not care, right? Because you have to have a little bit of that. To even be good. Right. To even be up there and being vulnerable and, and doing stupid act outs. Because if you thought about it, <laughs> you would suck. And I know that because when I think about I think about my act outs and they never work. <laughs> Wait, none of your act outs ever work? Because I'm always thinking about it as I'm oh, doing okay. it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do act outs. <laughs> but yeah, you have to get a little bit of a, I don't give a fuck to do stand up. Yeah. And then I, I would take it off of the stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it would be like, yo, I have this, this like this hardcore belief that I just cannot have love and hip hop on my TV. So I can get on stage and say that, but then I'll be dating someone and they'll come over and be like, Oh, let's put it. And I'm like, dad just on my TV. Never. <laughs> you know what I mean? How no. does that relate to stand up? Because I just felt like I was just so deep in like, just whatever I felt. And before I would be more of like willing to know, okay. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. To give some more pushback. Or so to like, like, it's like stand up helps you define who you are. Yeah. How, and and how, then, like, I don't know, is it the reaction from the audience that makes you feel like, yeah, I'm sticking with this? Yeah, I think so. Like, like if you're getting it, up there. Because you are kind of being accepted, and you're yeah. like, oh, I can just be who the fuck I am. You know what I mean? I can go up here, and I can be like, yo, I don't get to understand, like, why white people do this? And then the whole room of white people are like, ha, ha, niggas like, ha, ha. <laughs> then I get off stage, and I'm like, why white people? And they go, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Take it easy there, brother. Racism. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was like I was getting really, really hard in a lot of these thoughts or how I felt about a lot of things, and then I would get off a stage and be that same consistent person. You mm. know, and I wouldn't let yeah, I wouldn't, you know. That's interesting. Bend it all. I wouldn't bend it all, I would say. So like, okay, there's all there's a lot of talk we've spent on like not caring. Right. Mm -hmm. Is there any aspect of not caring that is covering depression sure how so for you um it becomes like a tool when you actually feel because i get like i've suffered from depression for like a while for like a, and not social media based like like, like actual depression yeah, yeah. Like, like i'm not yeah. happy yeah right, right so like it becomes a really cool tool i'm, I'm lucky enough to just have it because sometimes it's it's in me like that you know, nihilism is a really bad word we keep using, but I just don't, I don't give a shit. I don't know how to put it. Yeah. But like some people really want to care. They really want to have good days and really, really good times right. and, and have a good life. Yeah. And that thing gets in their way, I that, think. That big blue 
blanket. Yes. Right. Like that, um, was it a Zoloft commercial or something? I don't know. Is that what they described depression Zoloft commercial. There was some depression commercial that had like this, oh no, it was like a blue cloud or something. Or a oh, big a cloud. Blanket. And that yeah. was depression? Yeah, yeah, and it was just following the girl around everywhere. Yeah, and it was My like depression is like fucking like, you've, y'all watch, I'm assuming y'all have seen Martin. Yes. Yeah. So my depression is like bruh man coming through the window <laughs> and just doing one of these like one of those like you know what are you doing here like nut just chill like yeah. okay cool I guess that is like a big blue cloud or a fucking uh, yours is just a big black man it's like it's, it's Jerome when the, the Jerome was on the like ooh Oh, like he was burst into the room. Yeah, that was my. That's my <laughs> that's depression. Your depression? Like it just shows up, and it's like I'm fucking here. And I'm yeah, like, and I used to be like, oh god. And now I'm just like, okay, well, grab a seat until you are ready to go. Now you just kind of embrace it because you yeah. understand yourself. Mm-hmm. How long have you been, you know, sh- struggling with depression or coping with it? Um, or accepting it. Well, you said I'm 60 years old. So. <laughs> I said 50. Back, back in 1957. No. <laughs> I was the first depressed black man. <laughs> yeah, I was on that bus with Rosa Parks. I went the to the front. first though. depressed black man. <laughs> they wouldn't give me a seat. <laughs> Everybody was the first back then. Or <laughs> I got off the bus. <laughs> I've been carrying uh, that bus with me ever since. <laughs> That's a funny way to say my entire <laughs> my, life. My, the dark cloud is the big bus. <laughs> Follows me around. I can't even get on buses now. Or in his case, the big black man. <laughs> but how long? Always. Oh, since like as long as you can remember. Yeah, but it was always there until I realized it was like a thing. Like like late high school, like definitely like in college, I was like, oh, there's something not right here yeah and it's not just like me being like myself and also like being like there's something wrong yeah um yeah so it's always been there and i didn't start like trying to get help for it until like like somewhat in college and then like late 20s wow so you've been like aware of it for a while because some people are depressed and they don't know that they're depressed right yeah like that was my case i didn't know i was struggling with depression until like Literally, like, two years ago. Yeah. And I just always thought I was having bad days right. or being moody. or And depression isn't always just being sad. Yeah. it's It comes in a lot of different forms. Mm-hmm. Overeating or acting out. Yeah, my mother suffered from depression, and, and I didn't know. I just thought she was always flipping out. And I was just, Mom Kirks. And that's yeah. what we would just say, Mom Kirks. And as I got older and I'd seen a lot of the signs as she got older, that's when we started realizing that she was uh, medically diagnosed with it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. Because so. people think, a, a lot of people think depression is literally like, I can't get out of bed today, which yeah. it is. <laughs> For some. But it's not, it, it comes in many forms. Exactly. Even Even eating bad is depression. Exactly. You can be like happy to everybody, but you're overeating every day. Exactly. Because you found another way to show it or whatever. It showed up a different way for you. So like, before you realized, you know, that it was depression, how were you coping with it versus after you're like, Oh, I'm diagnosed. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm depressed. <laughs> like this is depression. Um, <clears throat> and were you diagnosed? Cause I, you said that and I'm like, I mean, I've been diagnosed by like, like I've never gone to a doctor for it, but I've gone to like multiple therapists yeah. over time. And they're like, you're, this is all the symptoms. And I'm yeah. like, but also me not caring is like, okay, yeah. Say what you got to. 
<laughs> You're probably like the worst patient. <laughs> I can't, you poker face on uh, 10. I can't do therapy. And it was just like, you know, you know, when we go through something, like a lot of people feel this way. And I was like, well, I don't actually try to identify as a lot of people. So, no. <laughs> That's a very Julian thing to say. Let me tell you, just to stray a little bit, texting him feels like that. <laughs> you text him, it's just like, oh my. <laughs> That's his response to That's everything. It. That was the coping mechanism. <laughs> it was like, I am a very like even keeled person. Yeah. And that was part of like the depression. I guess you can call that kind of a front, but that is actually who I am. Like yeah. I, I was dating like like a like a high school girlfriend and she got into a college and I was like, That's a really nice school. Okay. And that that is a purposeful stop. That yeah. is not a Nash stop. That's like that was the end of my statement. All my stops are purposeful. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So like but you were happy for her, but that's how you showed it. That's it. Like I'm not it's you know, I'm very like a mixture of like nihilism and like depression. And growing up in Buffalo, like in a, like a blue collar town is now like, we know why he's depressed. That's it. Like, <laughs> we solved it. Hey, yeah, Buffalo got, like, is beautiful. Yo. It's a nice town. Yeah. It's all American. Have you been to Buffalo? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> you talking about that good shit over there? You just I just through. don't like the word Buffalo. How about that? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it sounds like a big ass field. Sounds like, a, sounds like wings to me. <laughs> Some white dudes. Lots of chickens <laughs> playing football <laughs> with chickens in the back. You know, niggas love chicken. It's not that far off from everything you guys just described. <laughs> so you're like already. Um, What's the word for your, like, just... What's the word for? How, your personality, it's very, like, um... I consider it laid back. Deadpan? I was gonna say laid back. Deadpan. 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 That's what it. I was looking for more. Like, you're more, you're very deadpan. Very I consider that, like, it kind of goes into, like, a comedic style. Right. Where, like, if someone, like, I got, I've had a woman come up to me and be like, you know, I, we have to, like, I just, we should end our relationship. And I was like, well, if that's how you feel, then that's what we're gonna do. Okay. And that's the end of that shit. Well, wait, <laughs> well, hold the phone. I'm going to put a 20 on the table. I'm going to walk out. All right, you say that, right? Yeah. And you mean that. Yes. And that's who you are. But there is. But a, the yeah. inside, what's going on in the inside? There's like a devastation about it, but it depends on the relationship. Yeah. The one I'm just specifically talking about, it was like, yeah, you got to get the fuck out of here. One of us does. Oh, you accept. Okay, yeah. so like, let's pretend it's someone you really love. Mm -hmm. You would handle it the same way, but you feel different. Probably. Or would you show more emotion? I would probably try to figure it out a little bit more. I would probably yeah. delve in. Yeah. Like, you know, like, why? What's going on here and is it fixable? Okay. At heart, I'm very logical. Would you try to figure that out in a moment or would you need a day to reflect or would you have to get back with... I need it right now. Okay. I need it, like, like if we're going to have, like, an actual, like, thing and yeah. there's a chance to fix it or there's a chance to learn from it, I want to okay. do it right now. I okay. don't want to, like, talk later about it. Okay. okay. And I mean that for, like... You know, like a, an argument with a friend. Like, if you want to, like, talk it out, like, let's fucking, let's do it right now. Okay. I don't like to take time away. That's how I think people mm -hmm. do get depressed is that they take time and they get in their heads shit. And they, right. like, dwell. And think about it a lot more. I want my shit handled. Yeah. No, I feel that, you know, I it, I, I feel like you're, in my opinion, mm -hmm. a little bit on, like, the extreme, not extreme is in a bad way, but, like, the extreme scale of how I feel a lot of men mm -hmm. cope with emotions or, or don't cope or just it, a lot of men, especially from women's perspective, like you don't share your emotion. It's very hard to know when a man's depressed because a lot of men that I know and I have a lot of brothers and I have exes and, and their way is like, I just need time to myself or I'm just going to play the video game or I'm going to work on something. And you have no idea that that's depression or they're in like a bad, like a down moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and and so like I and I'm doing a very woman thing right now where where a man will tell you what he's he means. And I'm like, but what does it really mean? Yeah. And how much <laughs> am I going to have to pay for all of this? How much is this session? Because I'm about to put a twenty down again. I'll again. take a twenty. I'll take a twenty. She doesn't take cash though, so you got to cash out. Please Venmo me. I don't feel like going to the bank. <laughs> she hates cash, bro. She hates it. And so he you can give her hundred dollar bills, and she's just like, what the fuck? Go to the bank and Venmo me. You put it in my bank account. <laughs> I need to take $2 out. <laughs> I hate going to the bank. But no, like, because, like, as you're talking, I, I can't help but wonder, like, I, I find it hard to believe you were just born. Like, you didn't come out like, uh, I'm here. It's Earth. It's, not, it's overrated. <laughs> no. Was there, I, like, a, you, like, was there a point in your life as a you, kid? You want a turning point. You want an Oprah moment. No, I don't. I'm like, not looking for I had this, and then it changed my motherfucking life. Like, no, that's I mean, what you. That's I'm what you're not, searching for. To, you're no, fishing for. No, you're digging for. I'm not looking for an Oprah <laughs> moment. I just want to understand. I'm trying to dig understand. Nice, <laughs> I got my shovel. Dig. I'm just trying to understand. No, really, I'm. I, I, I'm genuinely curious mm-hmm. about you, and not just you. A lot of men in different degrees have this almost like a guard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. They can, a lot of men can be like, it happened when I was younger, but I'm like, but like, did something happen? Did you, were you emotional at one point? And you were just like, nah, I'm never doing that again. Cause it was like a bad experience. Or do you genuinely just feel like I've just always happened? I've always have been this way. I mean, I feel like to, to make it one or the other is never the, the answer. I feel like it's a combination of a lot of things. Like I grew up in a single, I grew up with like my mom. <clears throat> sorry, I'm coughing so much. I grew up with my mom and my grandmother. COVID. Uh, COVID. <laughs> uh, but like my mom worked that out. Guys, we got it. <laughs> you guys yeah. were like, hey, I got COVID after this. And I'm like, well, that's, yeah, that's what happens. It was a fire ass episode. Fire ass episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I grew up like my mom and my, my grandmother and they were always working. I went to private school. I was an only child. Right. I was alone a lot. And I come from like very like logical. Like my mom is like a financial advisor. Oh, so my mom would like Go look mom. at people and be like, you know, like that was like, that's kind of where it comes from too, where it's yeah. like, people are like, I got a million dollars. I want to do whatever. And it's like, you know what? You got a million dollar check. The government's going to take half of that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to buy a $200,000 yacht? Okay. So now you have like 490. So take 200 right. off of that. So what are you going to do with that 290? It's like, no, no, no. I got a million dollar check. And it's like, no, yeah. no you don't. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? You have realistic. a million problems now. Yeah. <laughs> Very real- okay. So like, all right, that there makes sense. There's always a sense yeah. of realism in the house yeah okay that lended to me being like that would make sense why at 12 years old you're like why would i invest in those shoes yeah, yeah. they're not an investment they are, as soon as you buy them they are depreciating <laughs> yeah, like, like, why is he thinking this way oh his mom's a financial him? advisor uh, answer and you're never gonna wear them are you gonna put them in a glass case no you're gonna go to the park and then no i'm not gonna pay no i can't be a part of it so this is just a part of your upbringing and so, it's grown into who you are right. and so we bring depression into the mix yeah that now, was hard when you are depressed, yeah, like how do you deal with it? And also curious to know, like, do you ever feel any pressure from the world to not show it or to hide it? Yeah, I, I it became like a reputation thing, especially in college, um, where I had like there was a thing about hiding it because I became like known as like I had a lot of friends, but like it was like I'm the flake. Yeah, and I didn't really know how to tell people like. Uh, I'm not feeling good today. Right. So I'm not going to come to this party or I'm not going to come to this like dinner or like hang out. Like I'm just not, but I would just be like, Oh, I'm not going to make it. So everybody's like, Oh, Julian's a flake. Yeah. But it's like, I couldn't come out and say that 
And why do you feel like you couldn't? I just wasn't at that place. It was a matter of me and my own personality. That's right. what we should like line up. There's my personality. Right. And there's like actual depression in me. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like a very combative like, oh, I'm depressed. Right. Like that's my personality being like, okay, so I should stay inside. Right. That type of thing. There's not a whole lot of emotion. There's just like, I need, I know what I have to do now. Yeah. But I didn't want anyone to know that like in college and like, you know, my early 20s and stuff like that. So it just came off as like, I'm not going to make it. I'm sorry. And they were like, yeah. what the fuck? We had reservations. It's like, yeah, I, whatever the bill is. And that just became like the Julian staple. Yeah. Right. And that's that. But not understanding <clears throat> that you're struggling with yeah. actual. And that actually was one of the things that made me sad for like a while. So, oh, wow. so for like not being understood. Yeah. So you had depression and then like the sadness on top of not being understood on top sure. of the depression. And it would oh, just be heavy. like a cycle. Yeah. So where was your dad at? In, um, oh, in my mom, life? before I was even like, before I even turned one. Oh. But okay. she's, because she's a very logical person. But you never had a relationship with your dad. Oh, okay. Did that, have you ever, does that ever contribute to your depression? No. That's one of those things where it's like a nihilistic, like, oh, I don't, I, I've come this far without you. Yeah. I'm not like, yeah. someone was like, do you ever want to search him out? And I was like, for what purpose? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for what reason? Was there ever a point where you were curious or you just kind of always just felt that way? Yeah, I always felt that way. Oh, that's interesting. You know, I feel like if I can come from two strong women and like be like a relatively like decent member of society or yeah. whatever that means, you know, <laughs> it's what you are is what it means. Yeah. So did he, did he try to be in your life at all? If he did, I think he was cut. Okay. I think it was so a very was... like a very calculated with my mom's profession and like how she grew up. It was a very like... No, this doesn't. Before I can make my own decisions, like right. I, this won't serve you. Right. So we won't have this. That's interesting. Uh, is that is that fair? Is that fair though? I for don't her know. to make that decision for you. I, I mean, I, I'm ask. I'm sure she has all her decision her her reasons for yeah. sure. She seems like a very smart and logical woman. What a lady! Right. I mean, look at you. You you turned out great. <laughs> right. But you like is is that a fair thing for a mother to just be like, I've decided, you don't get to. Meet your son, and don't your t- son doesn't get to I mean, meet you. I mean, as we, we get older, we, we see that, like, you know, th- some of the damages that can happen from just not being able to seek those answers if we were to go looking for them. Yeah. You know, um, I have a friend who his mom did the same thing, but she took care of him, and, you know, his dad was a terrible person, but she moved into a, she moved to a whole other country to get away from this mother. Oh, wow. You know Whoa. what I mean? So it was easier for that to happen. Yeah. I just, I, I'm always interested when people are like states away. I mean, you know, how that like works. Yeah. <clears throat> it's weird because it actually did something to me where like, I am, um, like I, like personally, if it comes down, is this made of wood? If I uh, have a child. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just knocked on wood. Just yeah. so you guys. <laughs> like I'm going to make sure like nothing's going to stop me. It's like a weird, uh, you know, um, a versus type of thing like yeah. i didn't have this person right. growing up but right. nothing's gonna stop me whether i'm with like the person or the woman or not yeah like, from being in my child's life right exactly. i don't know if one affected the other and i yeah. never really explored it maybe there's something in you that or is there something in you maybe that's like if i had him around this wouldn't have happened or this would have been better to no. make you to make you want to be like what if not that then what makes you definitely want to be in your child's life because you see the benefit without your father, apparently. Mm-hmm. Right. So what would make you be like, I'm going to be there no matter what? Well, I mean, that right there. If I can see the benefit without him, yeah. then I can see the even greater cause. I like or, that. You know right. I mean, that of makes actually sense. being there. 
I like that answer. That was good. Oh, he's so smart. Yeah, he went to he's, elementary school. He's so smart. <laughs> oh yeah, private. He went to high school. They paid for it. Oh, let's don't let give him the moment to talk about private school. <laughs> private school. I forgot I knew that about you until you said it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why? You always talk about private school. What? Yeah. I didn't even bring it up till just now. Uh, well, I'm surprised it took this long. Oh, then I'm joking. Good. You think I, I just throw me. that in people's faces? Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to get dinner later? I went to private school. Because, <laughs> you know, I could so pick I'm, a good place because yeah. I went to private school. I'll make school. a reservation. <laughs> we learned that in private school. <laughs> 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 All right. So you have depression. You go through the cycle. Mm-hmm. You figured out how you cope with it, mm-hmm. right? And isolating and all things like that. Yeah. Now... Back in in college, you said you weren't, you couldn't communicate that. Yeah. Do you communicate that now? Yeah. Okay. I'm able to have like, back when I was like, yeah, like 20, I couldn't do this. Really? I would steer this conversation to where I- Deflect, deflect, deflect. Not even deflect, like directly be like, let's talk about this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to push shit away. Redirect. (laughs) Yeah. Superman was one of my best guys. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, we weren't asking. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Somebody doesn't want to talk about this. What changed? Um, You just can't be, it's also just a thing of like a logical, like you can't exist that way and have long-term like romantic friendship, Mm. uh, familial relationships without getting away from that. That makes sense. And then like when you're 20 or you're 19, you're not thinking about that type of thing. But when yeah. you get to your, like, you know, 28, 29, you're like, oh, I can't just do that. Yeah, it's a I part of like, who you are. Yeah. It's kind of like hiding your identity, mm-hmm. which is no longevity. Yeah. Especially oh, with social that. media. I can't yeah. just be, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. All right. That's awesome. You got a lot of questions in your head. I you're do. looking around the room. No, I, I have, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the order I want to ask. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I want to know a thousand things at once because I think it's really interesting. I think depression is so real, and especially in the black community, it gets overlooked. We're yeah. taught, like, oh, you're we're not depressed. Or yeah. I saw this meme that I used to, like. Once a therapist is crazy. Yeah. Shit like I, that. This meme that used to crack me up, it was like, oh, mom, like a bla- telling the black mom you're depressed. She's like, well, depress these dishes. <laughs> like, oh, you, shit. You, like, it's overlooked. Like, we're not Yo. supposed to be depressed. And I think that suppressing it only makes it worse. Wait, say that again. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm depressed. You better depress, depress these, these dishes. dishes. <laughs> oh, I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, that doesn't even make any sense. You cannot depress it dish because wouldn't he just be making it dirty <laughs> wouldn't he be not cleaning it <laughs> press all the dishes together like, <laughs> do press these dishes together that is so funny but like yeah so it's 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 just one it's nice to hear you talking about the fact that you're going through it and to hear the evolution of what you're going through i feel like a lot of people have a hard time talking about it i yeah. still have a hard time talking about it because there's a stigma when like oh he's depressed oh he's a or she's a sad person or i don't know people will just have like this weird especially with me <laughs> like oh she's trying to try to kill herself again like <laughs> immediately as soon as you have a bad day people like people if i tell people like in my family i'm sad they're like nash <laughs> Are you having another episode? I'm like, I'm, what if I am? <laughs> you know what it is? When I tried to explain it to someone, I, I thought about this today too, because I hadn't, it's like I tried to explain it to someone and I couldn't do it. And the way I did it, as I was on the train one time, real late, uh, and there were these two dudes, two black dudes, and it's like 1 a.m. And this is, the, <laughs> this is the actual conversation that they were having, like together. 
they were like, yo, nigga, there's money in these streets and we got to get it. And it was like, oh, yeah, man, I know what you mean, but like, we got to get this money. And it was like, no, 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 I know, but like, we got to get out there and start getting. And I was like, oh, you guys don't have an actual plan. <laughs> or you guys are like henchmen with no boss. You guys are, what are the yellow things? Like the minions? You guys are the minions where nobody's telling you. Get this money. What yeah. does money. that mean? So like, money. Like, depression is like, you know, oh man, I got to go get this happiness. Or like, oh yeah, yeah I want to go get this good day. It's like, oh yeah, but I want to, you know, but we got to go out there and try to be happy. But it's like, there's no how. Yeah. Right. There's no like, how are we going to get there? Yeah. Right. right. You know what I mean? But I love what you said earlier when you were describing uh, who your depression is as that big black man from Martin Lawrence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you... First off, that would be a funny-ass skit. Right. That would be very funny. <laughs> so, you should way. do that. <laughs> so That's hilarious. But, like, you used a, a really important word, and you said you accept it. Yeah. And that's a really healthy relationship because depression is a part of people's lives. Some people have, like, seasonal and temporary depression, but some people, some people just have depression and you have to accept that about yourself just like you accept hey i'm an optimistic person or or i like flowers i don't know mm-hmm. it's still all a part of you right and so like accepting depression do you like just allow yourself to feel sad or do you take steps to kind of coax yourself out of it what is accepting it to you so there's accepting it to me is that there is a um active uh, active, reactive, and proactive, right? Right. So my active, when, like, I'm feeling, like, that depression coming on or that, like, sadness, it's just, like, actually, like, being, like, I accept what's going on. Okay. This is who I, it's part of who I am. It's not gonna, you know, it's not going to hopefully, like, kill me That's today. That's beautiful. You know, but, like, this is what's happening right now. The proactive is I know the things, like, now in my life that I have to do to uh, combat that or, like, have it not come up. Like, I wake up 6.30, 7 a.m., Every day. I yeah. know I, if I sleep past that, I, I feel bad because I feel like I'm not getting the start on the day that I want. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like your routine. Yeah. Like having like the, the, the tools, just the personal things in my life. And then the, the reactive is like, like knowing that I have to do those things. Okay. Like writing, like the two things I told you before that, like yeah. knowing like, okay, let me write down what, like what makes me feel better because I'm feeling this right now. So yeah. let me do that. So I see it as like an active, proactive, reactive. That's awesome. Mm. And and going through those steps, does that help you out of it or it just helps you get through it? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't really, for me, I don't see a difference between the two phrases. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean, like, some people think that when you're depressed, you have to actively do work to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And then some people think that or, or practice just getting through it. Because it's going to pass. There's nothing you can do to get out of it. But these are the steps I'm going to take through it. And this is just like the routine essentially of a depressive episode. I can see that as like the two like ideals behind it. In my experience, if you don't combine those two things, it's just going to be hard as fuck anyway. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah, this is. That sounds like a really good plan for people to, uh, honestly, like a template for people to remember or follow or I want try. some money off that, though. <laughs> here's $20. I want some cash. Damn, here's 20 <laughs> No, this has been a really great episode. Thank you yeah, for yeah, sharing definitely. your insight. Thank you. Um, Thank you for coming through. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I, I really enjoyed your story. It was very progressive, and, and I just, I, I love hearing people openly talk about it mm-hmm. and your acceptance of it and... What was it? Um, pro, proactive, proactive, act- active, reactive. reactive. I love that. Nice, did you learn nice. that in therapy, or did you come up with that? I made that for myself. Yeah, <laughs> give my man his roses. I know. So. Got to have award-winning <laughs> depressive. Probably <laughs> a better way to put. It's probably a technical, <laughs> scientific, like you went to fucking school way to yeah. describe that. And I'm just like, here's pro re. Derek. 
Got it. I love it. Is there anything that we can plug for you? It's that private school education. <laughs> <laughs> um, you did it. <laughs> I hate to fucking plug my Instagram, but I'm trying to set up um, like a gallery showing for like my artwork where you can just come in and walk right if you got your vaccination yeah. uh, <laughs> and look at my shit. So just you can hit my Instagram. It's my full name, Julian Edward Williams. Adam nice. at nice. Julian Edward Williams, mm-hmm. which obviously we'll tag when we post this episode. Vaccination card required. And by the way, he doesn't sell a shit because I keep trying to buy one. <laughs> Only because I'm saving it for the gallery. I'll, 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 it'll I still want that thing. I'll bid out the highest bidder. It's very nice. That one that I keep asking about. I don't know the name of it off the top of my head. But anyway, that's our episode. Thank you. Thank you. You guys will be great. Bye. <laughs> 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 Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Subscribe. Please subscribe, guys. You know you liked it. You liked it. You know you loved it. No, you loved it. Did you laugh? You laughed. A little bit. A little bit. So follow us. Probably a lot. Come on. Follow us on Instagram at Mempathy Podcast. That's Mempathy Podcast. M-E-N-P-A-T-H-Y. That's where we'll be bringing you exclusive content and behind-the-scenes recordings that didn't make the final cut. And you know you want to see that shit.